Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Sports and Other Stuff. Today we have a guest on the podcast. Please welcome Brad Klein. Hey there everybody. It is good to be back. Um, I'm really honored to be a part of the Sports and Other Stuff podcast. Once again, it was a real pleasure being on it last year. And when Hunter asked me to come back, I was super excited. Well, uh, great to have you on the podcast, and we're just going to jump right into it. That sounds like a plan to me. With the games that happened, a lot of games on Saturday this week for Christmas Eve, and a lot of right. huge victories for the teams that really needed to yep. pull it out. Yeah, there were some big games over the holiday weekend, wasn't there? Yep. Yep. First, the Jaguars beat the Jets. And the Jaguars needed a must-needed win as they pulled it out, winning 19-3. to Yep, that was the Thursday night game there. Always enjoy starting off the week with a good uh, Thursday night game. The Jets, Zach Wilson. Oof, ouch. Not so good. I saw he got benched again. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags coming on a bit. They could still win that AFC South. So that was a fun uh, little start to the week. Yep. I got a feeling they're going to be big contenders for playoffs. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yep. And the Jets are in some trouble for playoff contenders. Mm-hmm. They started off hot, but then once uh, Mike White, the quarterback, got hurt, you know, they've been struggling ever since then. Um, another, and you know, you got Zach Wilson, who's the number two pick in the draft last year, and he whew, has not been playing well at all. So it's uh, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs now, I think. Then the next game was the Falcons-Ravens with the Ravens pulling out a victory and clinching playoffs. Right. Very impressive by the Ravens here. I mean, I know the Falcons aren't exactly like a great team or anything, but the Ravens were without Lamar Jackson, one of the best, most dynamic players in the league. And they started Tyler Huntley and uh, still managed to get the win. And they locked up a playoff spot, too, by doing that. So pretty impressive performance by the Ravens. Yeah, Tyler Huntley, isn't he 2-0 in his start? I think you're game? right. I think you're right. Just goes to show they've got a good team around Lamar. Yeah. It's not just Lamar controlling the show. Right, exactly, exactly. That's why uh, you got to make sure you got depth. That's why you make sure you got a capable backup. Hey, you know, I'm interested in that one, Hunt Dog. Won the game and kept their playoff hopes alive yeah. against the Lions. You know, it's time for me to be totally honest, Hunter. You know, it's a Christmas Eve game. Uh, as you know, your father and I have uh, tickets to the game. But with the temperatures going down to 14, 15 degrees and it being Christmas Eve, we did give those tickets away. I want to be totally transparent here. Um, at the same time, I don't regret it, you know. Um, it would have been fun to see a Panthers win, but... Whew, I don't know, being out there in that much, that kind of cold weather, that would be tough. But all that being said, great win for the Panthers. Steve Wilkes has done a great job since taking over as interim coach. And uh, they're still in that playoff hunt. Yep, and the Lions might yep. just be out of that playoff hunt right. after this. They're going to need to pull off some big victories. <clears throat> and the Panthers need to win this week if they want to go to the playoffs. Exactly. It'd yep. be great to see them at home field for the playoffs. That would be pretty fun. Your, your dad and I would definitely go to that one, I think. I mean, unless it's 14 degrees again, then it might be a problem. But we'll see. Yeah. Then it was the Seahawks, the Chiefs, and despite putting up a well, not-so-good fight, the Chiefs pulled out a victory against the Seahawks 24-10. You know, Patrick Mahomes just keeps getting it done. You know, it's like uh, I feel like we got to be careful not to uh, – Taking for granted how good he is, you know. Uh, he he had uh, two touchdowns throwing. He had uh, touchdown running as well, you know. And the Chiefs just once again getting the job done. You know, they've uh, locked up their playoff spot. Now it's all about seeding for them. And uh, one of the best teams in the NFL once again, the Seahawks, 
I'd be remiss if I didn't point out how well they've done uh, without uh, Russell Wilson this year. Uh, you know, still in the playoff hunt with Geno Smith at quarterback. I've been known to question Geno's ability a little bit, but I have to say he's he's done quite well this year, and I believe he's been the quarterback on your dad's fantasy team as well. So, yep. Yes, and he's a huge candidate for comeback player of the year as well. For sure, definitely. He'll get some votes, no doubt about it. And the Chiefs went, people had a lot of doubts this season, especially when Tyreek Hill was yep. traded, and uh, Patrick Mahomes just keeps delivering. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, you, you trade away one of the best receivers in the game with Tyreek Hill, and he's had a big year with the Dolphins, and, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes just brings in those new receivers, and it uh, takes a little while to get them up to speed, but once they do, they're just a uh, well-oiled machine once again. Then the Saints beat the Browns 17-10. Knocks the Browns out of playoff contention, but keeps the Saints alive. Yes, it does. You know, the Saints are enjoying being part of the NFC South, kind of just like the Panthers, because they're still in the playoff hunt, still could win the division and, and, uh, you know, be there playing some meaningful football in January. The Browns, you know, um, they fought pretty hard with Jacoby Brissett for the first 11 weeks then brought in Deshaun Watson, you know. Um, a lot of people, you know, uh, feel pretty strongly about that one way or another. Um, I think um, all your listeners are probably familiar with the story behind there. We don't need to go into it. But uh, Watson's looked okay. You know, I think he's going to need a whole offseason to get used to everybody and actually play and take reps in training camp. But um, it'll be interesting to see where the Browns go from here in the future. So what are your thoughts about next year for the Browns? Well, I think they've got a pretty solid team there um, around, you know, Deshaun Watson. Um, they've got some pretty good um, uh, skill position players um, with uh, with Kareem Hunt. And, um, you know, it's something where I think they probably just, you know, they had to practice the whole year and preseason with, with one quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, because Deshaun Watson was suspended. And it's hard in the middle of the year to get used to a new quarterback. And that's what they had to do. And there's no doubt about Watson's ability. Um, and I think I would look for them to be in the playoff on next year, I think, with having a whole offseason with him and him being able to play the whole year. Yeah, same over here. I don't think they'll be – I mean, the AFC North is loaded. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. Maybe they continue to get better. It depends on what the Ravens do in the offseason. Right. But um, I think I'm placing them second in the AFC next okay. season. Yeah. With either the – Bengals winning it, or the um, Ravens. Ravens, yep. I think that's a good way to look at it. That, that division is tough, like you said. And then the Bengals beat the Patriots in a close 22-18. This was a wild one. The Bengals went up 22 to nothing, and then the uh, Patriots came storming back and, and made it a very close game there, but the Bengals managed to put them away. Um, I'd like to point out, um, Hunter was actually on your uh, podcast just last year uh, when I when I said I liked how the Bengals were looking, and then they made that Super Bowl run. I'm not saying that's going to happen again, but I do think they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. I'm a big, big Joe Burrow fan, so looking for some big things from him in the playoffs again this year. And the Patriots, let's see, I don't know, they're – they're holding on to the playoff hopes. We'll see if Belichick can make the playoffs without Brady. Yeah, and the Bengals, a lot of people give credit to their offense, but their yeah. defense is huge. Yes, I would agree with that. I think when you've got Burrow and um, Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, it's easy to focus on the offense. But uh, like you said, they've got some real impressive playmakers on defense, and, and they do a great job as well. And then the Giants losing mm. the Vikings. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was tough. That was tough to see. You know, uh, you and I both know some Giants fans, you know, pretty good friends with some Giants fans. And, you know, they've had a tough time. They've had a tough time the last few years. And they started off hot, really hot with the new coach, with Brian DeBowl. And um, I think they were 7-1 and one at one point, something around there. You know, we're, they're sitting at 8-6-1 and one right now. Um, so they're fighting for their playoff lives. I think if they're able to make it into the playoffs, that would be a very impressive first year for the coach. But uh, but right now they're 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 wobbling a little bit. They're in a little bit of trouble. And the Vikings, nobody really talks about them, but they're sitting here at twelve and three. I mean, they're going to be right there in the hunt, you know, and have some good playoff seating for sure. And with the Eagles losing this week, which we'll get to mm-hmm. in a bit, the Vikings are very knocking on that door for the one seed. Yes, for sure. Right, sitting right there at uh, twelve and three, only one game back from the Eagles. So I know. You know, um, some people, myself included, are, are questioning the Vikings a little bit if they're up there at that level with the best teams, you know, like the Eagles, like the Bills, like the Chiefs. But if they keep winning games, they'll answer all those questions, you know. Okay, and then uh, the Bills handily beat the Bears 35-13. to 13. I mean, the Bills are just rolling, aren't they? Talk about, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people probably have them as the Super Bowl favorite, especially if they get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. It's tough going up there in Buffalo to play when the weather gets cold like it has recently, you know. The Bears, you know, Justin Fields, they finally got some stuff out of him this year. He's been playing pretty well. He's been on my fantasy team. One of my fantasy teams, you know, I've got four of them. It's hard to keep track of everybody. But he's done pretty well for me. But still sitting there at 3-12, and they're going to be there in one of the top couple picks uh, of the draft. You know, they got a first-year coach, so he obviously, I think, will be safe. Matt uh, Aberfalis, I think his name is. But um, they've definitely got a lot of work to do, I would say. Yep. And then the Texans beat the Titans. Wow. Who can believe that? I mean, the Texans have been pretty clearly, I would say, the worst team in the NFL this year from start to to up to the present. Um, And, you know, Lovey Smith, there's some people wondering if he's going to survive the year. Tennessee's just had a hard time. You know, Tannehill went down with the injury, and they've been playing the the rookie sum, Malik Willis. And uh, he's done okay, but... Overall, I think they've just had a lot of injuries and, and starting to sort of see them wear down a little bit. And they're in uh, they're in a fight now with the uh, with the Jaguars for that last uh, playoff spot uh, for the AFC South. It'll be interesting to see if they can pull that off or not. Yep. Then Commanders lose to the 49ers 37-20. How about the 49ers, right? They start this year with Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. I believe it was game two. He uh, then breaks his ankle. Then Jimmy Garoppolo, who they've been trying to trade, comes in and plays pretty well for them. Then he gets hurt. And now you're starting Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, a rookie. And they're still winning these games. They're 11-4. and four. That just goes to show you what a really impressive team they have around him. You know, their defense with uh, with uh, Joey Bosa and, um, you know, the other defensive lineman there is just really, really fierce. And uh, got Christian McCaffrey, too, as we know, from the, uh, from the Panthers. So... He's fit right in with the rest of them. And Brandon Ayuk, the uh, tight end, Greg Kittle, uh, the tight end. Um, pretty impressive team all around. Yep. Um, 49ers. Uh, everyone thinks that Brock Purdy coming in was going to be just a third string holder. But right. he's been fighting for the starting job yep. this year. So. Yeah, for sure. I think he'll be in the mix probably with the way he's been playing. You know, it's uh, you think you got a rookie, you know, Seventh round pick coming in, third string. You don't expect a whole lot, but man, he has uh, definitely exceeded expectations for sure. Yep. And then the Eagles lose to the Cowboys 
And then the, the Eagles lost to the Cowboys 34 to 40. What a game this was, huh? You know, I've got Dak Prescott on two of my fantasy teams and uh, started off a little rough. He threw a pick six to start, and I thought, oh, gosh, what's going to happen here? But then he got back on track, uh, had quite a few uh, quite a few impressive throws, a couple touchdown passes, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. That offense, when it's humming, is really impressive. So, you know, the, um, the Eagles didn't have Jalen Hurts. He was, um, you know, had the shoulder injury, of course, but they're still a really good team, so you got to give the Cowboys credit. That was a big division win for them. And then Broncos get crushed. Jeez. Fifty-one. What is going on there? I tell you. Well, and and you know, sort of uh, hot off the presses, late breaking news. We just found out today that the Broncos fired their coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He only lasted fifteen games. He was the uh, Packers' offensive coordinator last year. A lot of people thought that was a great hire, but. I tell you what, the only way to describe it, Hunter, really is it's been a disaster, I think, is the only way to look at it. They're 4-11. and 11. They traded a bunch of draft picks and paid Russell Wilson $250 million, and now it's just uh, it's all kind of falling apart, you know? Um, so they're going to have to start over and, and find themselves a new coach. And the Rams, Super Bowl hangover. You know, they won, that, they won the big game last year. They've had a lot of injuries this year between Cooper Cup and uh, Matt Stafford. Um, they'll be back, though. I'm not too worried about them. That game, they looked like the team yeah. that just won the Super Bowl. Well, it was pretty wild. You know, they, they brought in Baker Mayfield, who, as you know, played for my Panthers to start the year and was 1-5, I believe, and did not look very good. But ever since he got out to L.A., he's looked like the, you know, the Baker Mayfield of old from back at Oklahoma. Um, Got to give him credit. I mean, even though the Broncos are terrible, you score 51 points. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty darn good. And the Bucks beat the Cardinals and Brady weasels his way. <laughs> Once again, Brady always ends up winning somehow, doesn't he? It's like the Buccaneers, I don't think, are that good, but they're still right there in that hunt like we talked about in that NFC South with the Saints and the Panthers. Um, your father and I were actually watching this game last night. There were some uh, fantasy implications for both of us, and the game uh, went into overtime. So it was uh, it was a real nail-biter, but the uh, Buccaneers ended up Getting the ball back after the overtime started and then uh, kicked the field goal for the win. So Tom Brady still in that playoff hunt. Can't count him out yet. Yep. And then what are your predictions for tonight's Chargers and Colts? Game? So for the Chargers and Colts tonight, it, I mean, it's hard for me not to see the Chargers having a, a pretty solid win here um, between, you know, Justin Herbert is really starting to play well. And uh, they've got some really good receivers with Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, they've got the other Bosa brother on there. You know, the Niners have one. Uh, they've got the other. And so the the Colts just, um, it's been quite an interesting year for them with firing Frank Reich and then hiring Jeff Saturday, who had never coached in college or the NFL. He did go to uh, UNC, so I have to give him credit for that. But um, he was, you know, a commentator at ESPN, and then they just bring him in. And, uh, you know, he uh, he's had some tough COVID. He won that first game, but then they lost the biggest lead in NFL history. Um, to the Vikings. So it's hard to see them, I think, pulling off the win tonight. So I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. We'll say 31 to uh, 18. How about that? I've got the Chargers 28 to 17. Okay, I like it. I like it. Okay. Next, we will be moving on to the playoff picture. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Two weeks to go in the regular season. Following teams have clinched in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The Bills at twelve and three, the Chiefs at twelve and three, 
the Bengals at 11 and 4, right. and the Ravens at 10 and 5. Yes, that is correct. And uh, like I said, that um, Baltimore-Cincinnati um, AFC North battle could be interesting. They play in the last game of the year, and uh, Baltimore beat them early in the year. So uh, if they both win this coming week, then that last game of the year will be for the AFC North title. So that'll be big time. Um, yeah, and you've got Buffalo and Kansas City both tied at 12 and 3 fighting for that number one seed again. I think that's very important. I mean, if you're Buffalo, you want to be hosting, you know, all the playoffs games you can in that uh, crazy, you know, New York, Western New York weather that they have around this time of year. So the wild card team, mm-hmm. well, the Jaguars are leading that weak AFC South. Weak AFC South, just like the NFC South. What's with the South division being so weak this year? Kind of funny, huh? Um, but yeah, so Jacksonville and Tennessee are battling at seven and eight to win the uh, AFC South. Then the wild cards? are the Chargers at 8-6 and six, and the Dolphins at 8-7. and seven. Right. That's another reason I'm feeling good about the Chargers. I mean, the Colts have been eliminated from the playoff race now, and the Chargers are obviously still playing for the wild card. So, again, I think I feel pretty good about both of us predicting the Chargers to uh, to win tonight. The Dolphins have looked really good, that offense, with Tua and uh, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, but tough loss yesterday against Green Bay. That, that definitely hurt uh, quite a bit. But there's still a game up on everybody for the wild card. Who's still in the hunt there? Is the Patriots at seven and eight, the Jets at seven and eight, the Titans at seven and eight, the Steelers? Oh, did somebody say the Steelers? Well, well, that would be our our trusty host uh, team as well. So we didn't get your thoughts on the Steelers. What 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 do you think about them being seven and eight after Big Ben retiring? I mean, that's pretty good. Well, they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. Mm-hmm. They have to play the Ravens again, right? Um, and they, they think they year's our year. Okay, okay. They finish with the Browns, right? So Ravens and Browns. Okay. So you feel like they're kind of building in the post Big Ben era. Yeah. yeah. This year they're gonna be good. Pickens will probably take off even further. Mm, yeah, he's been impressive. Kenny Pickett probably more comfortable with right. the starting job. Right. You know, you know, my boy Mitch Trubisky's a Tar Heel, but it's it's hard to argue that he should have the starting job anymore. I I will I will concede that. Uh, teams in the hunt sticks out to you right now? Um, as far as the ones trying to get in, you know, man, and I'm not just kissing up to the host here. I'm going to go with the Steelers because New England, I don't really trust. Uh, I don't like how Mac Jones has been playing lately. I think their offense has been really tough. The Jets, we were just talking about, they've been a, pretty much a disaster since um, the uh, since Mike White got hurt and they've been playing with, um, you know, uh, with, with Zach Wilson. That really hasn't been working very well. So, then in Tennessee and Jacksonville are big, battling for that AFC South. So when you look at the last wild card, um, if not the Dolphins, I think it'd probably be the Steelers. You know, uh, win those last two games. I know that's a tall order, but you know, uh, Mike Tomlin never count them out. Never count them out. Never had a losing record. Let's remember that. Yeah. Um, what sticks out to me in this is actually the um, I'm thinking the Titans. Oh, okay. Yep. Because they're battling with the AFC South mm-hmm. Jaguars, and they get that. So right. It's the Jaguars for me because the Jaguars yes, have that's true. key games lately. Yes, they are. Trevor Lawrence really looks comfortable. Yeah. And the Jaguars could swoop in and steal it from the Dolphins and get that seven That's a good point. They still could do that, especially if Miami uh, keeps playing like they did yesterday. So that can't be ruled out. I like that. Good call. Then we go to the NFC. All right. Let's check out the NFC here. Let's see, it's a weak South division again, you know. Pretty much we got Tampa Bay and um, Carolina and New Orleans battling for that NFC South number four seed. But why don't you talk about all the other ones? Yes. Um, 
So the teams that have clinched the playoff spot is the Eagles at 13 and 2, the Vikings at 12 and 3. The 49ers at 11-4, and, and the Cowboys at 11-4. Right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, when you look at that, I mean, the Eagles have clearly been the class of the NFC, I would say. Um, obviously, Jalen Hurts, you worry about that shoulder injury. It seems like it wouldn't be something that should affect him in the playoffs, but you never like to see your quarterback banged up like that. You know, the Vikings, like I said, a lot of doubters, me included, but they keep winning games. That answers the question, you know. And uh, San Francisco playing really well with Brock Purdy, a quarterback, and and Dallas, you know, they've been a little up and down, but here they sit at 11-4. So I think they're I think they're legit as well. Yep. Um, and that weak south side. Right weak now, south. The Bucks have the upper hand there. Mm-hmm. Seven and eight. They currently have the four seed. Right. And then your two wild cards are the Giants at eight, six, and one, and Washington at seven, seven. You know, not the most impressive wild card teams I would say that I've ever seen in my life, but um, I think they're probably going to be the two that end up there at the wild card. Um, Seattle's having, you know, sort of running out of steam a little bit, it seems like, here at the end of the year. You know, they're sitting there at seven and eight. Um, Detroit, I probably would have um, looked at Detroit as a possibility, but um, that loss to Carolina yesterday was really rough. You know, you got to keep an eye on, I think, the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, still can't totally count him out, and that was a big win against the Dolphins yesterday. So I think that'll be uh, the one you got to keep an eye on. Yep, so is the Packers the one that sticks out to you in that? Yep, that's what I would say in the uh, in the hunt. What about you? Seahawks. Okay, right yeah. Because if they can get a loss for, from Washington, one more loss and then win, right. uh, they're right back in. Yeah, a, that's a good point. They yeah. To win a couple of their last two games on the year, finish 9-8, and eight, and then right. Washington just goes. Right, they'll need Washington to lose one, then they'll be in there. Yep. Um, then the teams eliminated are the Browns, who were just eliminated this yep. week. Correct. Rams mm-hmm. have a good fight last week. Didn't really matter. Though. Right, exactly. Yep, yep. And I think they'll probably be losing to the Chargers tonight, like we said. The Falcons lost. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It'll be interesting to see what they do. They've got that, uh, you know, Malik Willis, a quarterback now. Um, he appears to be the quarterback of the future. I think it's hard to know, you know, but uh, but we'll see. The Broncos, who are? Whew, a mess, a mess. Water now. Yep. And the Cardinals, too. Talk about another team. We didn't talk about them. A bit of a mess. You know, you give Kyler Murray and uh, the coach Cliff Kingsbury uh, both extensions. And then, you know, they're 4-11 and now. And and Kyler Murray's torn his ACL. It's it's not pretty out there in the desert, I would say, right now. Yep, the Bears who have been out for a little while. Right, yep. And then the Texans. Yep, who have pretty much been playing for that number one pick all year, I think. So I think we'll look for them to probably take a quarterback in the draft would be my guess. Okay, so now we will be talking about playoff chances for the teams who are not in. Starting off with the highest chance, which is the Chargers. Yep, and we've uh, talked about them. We feel pretty good about them. Yeah, they're at 96%. Oh, yeah, yep. They just need to not lose out and then right. have a lot of other teams win out. Yep, exactly. Then it's the uh, Giants at 93%. Yeah, it's like we said. You know, they have they've have not looked very good the last couple of weeks, but they banked so many wins early in the year. It's like they sort of put themselves in a really good position to make the playoffs. So I, I'd look for them probably to still make it. Yep. Yeah. Then we have the 
Bucks at 79. Wow. You know, as a Panthers fan, in my opinion, that seems a little bit high. I mean, we're going to be – Panthers will be playing them uh, next week, and I, I don't hate our chances, you know, and whoever wins that game is going to be in the driver's seat. But part of that's probably the Tom Brady factor, I would guess. Yeah. Then we have the Dolphins at 70%. Okay. Yep. That still yep. seems kind of high, but especially with how they looked and, and Tua threw those three interceptions yesterday against the Packers. But – um, you know, when, when you look at uh, their schedule, they've got the Patriots, who I don't feel that great about, and the Jets, who, like we said, haven't been playing as well. So they definitely control their own destiny. Then it's the Jaguars at 62%. Ooh, I like that. Sort of the team you said to watch a little bit. I like that, you know. So I think that means they're, um, the chances of them overtaking the Titans appears to be pretty good, and I would agree with that. Commanders, 43%. Okay, this is interesting. So we're getting under the 50, 50% mark now, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think that makes sense, like we said, because you like Seattle and I like Green Bay. So there's definitely a couple teams hunting the uh, the Commanders. We have the Titans, who um, I really think should be a little higher. Uh -huh. I think it should be close, more close to 50%. Okay, right. They basically 50-50 chance they go in Yep. get that. Yeah, that's the thing. If they if they take care of business too, you know, the problem is. So the last game of the year is against the Jags. So you're right. That's but their second to last game is the Cowboys. So that's going to be a tough one. My guess is that's probably part of what the uh, issue was. And the Jaguars get to play the Texans next week. So that's probably why the Jaguars have better chance than the uh, than the Titans. Then we have the. Seahawks mm -hmm. at 28%. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because they're a half game back of the Commanders, and they've got to play the Jets and the Rams, which isn't the most impossible schedule ever, and both those games are at home. So, it, And they were one of your teams to watch, too. I would almost put them a little bit higher, but I guess they are they are out of it right now. So. Yeah, that Seahawks-Jets game will determine who, who stays alive mm -hmm. for that playoff going. Yeah, that's right. That'll be a big one. Some big games coming up. Then we have Panthers at 21%, which is, in my opinion, a little low. A little low. You know, I know I'm biased. Like we've discussed, the Panthers are my team. But, man, they look good against the uh, against the Lions. Both uh, both Deontay Foreman and, and Chuba Hubbard were just running all over the place. Um, I would put their chances a little bit higher. But, again, I think that's probably the Tom Brady factor. Then we have the Lions at 20%, which I also think should be a little higher based on what they've been playing before. For the Panthers. Right, exactly. Yeah, and they're also a half game back of Washington. They're 7-8, and eight, just like Seattle. Um, and they've got the Bears and then the Packers coming up. And uh, Bears are at home, and they are at the Packers. So I'm with you. I would probably put that one a little bit higher, but I don't know if part of it is they did look pretty bad against the Panthers yesterday. Yep. Then you have the Jets at 16%. Yeah, I just – I don't like how they've looked at all, as we've discussed, you know, just between – um, the way Zach Wilson's been playing and, uh, you know, I know there's some chance that Mike White will come back, but I think he got pretty banged up, hurt his ribs. So I don't know how effective will be. They've got to go to Seattle and then go to Miami the last two games. That's pretty tough. Pretty tough. They can scrape out a win against Seattle. Yeah. Sure then things get interesting. Yep, exactly. But I'm predicting a loss against Miami. I would agree with that. Yes. Then the Packers, 15%. Okay, again, seems a little low to me. You know, just um, I just feel like with Aaron Rodgers, you never count him out. Now, part of that might be their next games against the Vikings. Uh, it is at home. The last two games are at home, Vikings and Lions. And so, yes, exactly. 
So my guess is a big part of the reason that percentage is so low is, you know, having to beat the Vikings is going to be tough. Then we're starting to get pretty low. Now. Okay, yeah, I would imagine. Three teams, the Patriots. Yeah. 15%. I just don't see it with the Patriots this year. That offense have just been completely out of sync. Mac Jones does not look good at all. They've got to play the Dolphins at home and then at the Bills. I mean, come on. I just I don't see it happening. And there are some rumors that Tom Brady might come back to the Patriots. How wild would that be? Maybe Brady and Belichick finally saying, you know what? We work pretty well together. Um, I wouldn't totally rule it out, especially with, frankly, how bad Mac Jones has looked. Um, I think you got to keep an eye on the Pats. There's always a chance he returns to the Bucks, And then also keep an eye on those uh, 49ers, I would say, too. Yeah. I could see that. Yep. And then the Steelers, 2%. Yeah. They're still in it there. That's what we like to see there. Yep, that's awesome. You know, I think, uh, again, I would probably, I know we've said this about a couple of teams, but um, with the Steelers, I think they should be a little higher. I do recognize, you know, playing at the Ravens next week is tough, and then they got the Browns at home. But I'm telling you, Mike Tomlin just can't count them out. Can't do it. And finally, we have the Saints at 1%. Uh, uh, that sounds about right to me. I don't really see any way the Saints get it done. They've got to go to the Philadelphia to play the Eagles next week. And then they've got the Panthers at home. I think the NFC South will be either the Panthers or Bucks. Come down to that one. Okay, and now we will be choosing our division winners. Okay, prediction time. Okay, for the AFC East, who did you say? AFC, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. And I'm going to have them ending with a record of 13 and 4. Okay, I also have the Bills and I have them winning out. Uh, okay, gotcha. So 14 and 3. Yep, got it. Got it. For the North, I have the Bengals. I also have the Cincinnati Bengals and I have them actually uh, winning out. So also ending up 13 and 4. Then I have, in the south, I have the Jaguars. I love it. I love it. I'm right there with you with the Jaguars. Same thing. They're going to end up 9-8, and eight, I think. Then, for the west, it's pretty obvious the Chiefs I'm going with. This isn't the toughest one for us to pick. Um, I think they'll certainly end up at least 13-4. and four. I think it depends if they have to play uh, with seeding, if they have to play the, everybody the last week or not. But I think they're going to be... It's it's tough. I, I think they're going to get the number one seed, but um, it's going to be a battle between them and Buffalo. Then we move to the NFC for the East. I have the Eagles. Yep, I will also go with the Eagles, even with Jalen Hurts out. I am uh, going to predict them to uh, end up 14-3, and three, I'll say. In the North, I have the Vikings. Okay, gotcha. Yep, like we said, they keep getting it done, don't they? So I think they're going to end up uh, probably, I'm going to go 13-4. and four. In the South? I have the Panthers. Let's go, Hunt Dog. I'm also going to go with the Panthers. They're going to end up 9-8. and eight. Then in the West, the 49ers. Yep, the 49ers. Brock Purdy getting done there. Um, I think they end up 12-5. Uh, and five. Let's hope our playoff pictures are a little different now. Mm-hmm, yep. So for the AFC, who's your one seed? Okay, AFC one seed. I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Bills. Okay, one here's a little difference. I like it, yep. And then two seed is the Chiefs. And then I have the Buffalo Bills. The three seed is the Bengals. We agree on that, Cincinnati Bengals. And then the fourth seed is the Jaguars. Agreed with that, yep.
Then who are your three wild cards? Okay, this is where things get interesting, isn't it? Uh, obviously, I have the Ravens. I think they'll end up 11-6 and six in the wild card position. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers, and I think they will also be 11-6. and six. Um, And then for the final wild card spot, I am going to go with the Steel Curtain, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to end up with them. uh, And I think they get in with a record of, I think they might actually get in with a record of eight and nine. I think the last seed might have a losing record there. So I just don't like what Miami's been doing lately. Uh, What about you? My fifth seed is the Ravens. My sixth seed is the Chargers. Yep. My seventh seed is the Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay, very good. Then we move to the NFC. Okay, now. NFC. So for my one seed, the Eagles. Yep, I'm also going to go with the Eagles, number one seed. For the two seed, the Vikings. Yeah, I think that makes sense as well. The third, the 49ers. Agreed with that. The fourth is the Panthers. Yeah, go Panthers. Okay, number five seed, I have the Dallas Cowboys getting in there at 12-5, and five, I believe. I think the New York Giants are going to make it in. Uh, I do think they're going to make it in, and uh, I'm going to put them at 9-6-1. and one. And then four, your final wild card team, I'm going to go with a record of 9-8, and eight, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, let's go. My fifth seed, I have the Cowboys as well. Giants as well, but for my seventh seed, yeah. I have the Seahawks. Seahawks, I love it. I love it. Okay, so we both had differences there with the uh, with the seventh seed. That's good. And that'll be a tightly packed um, race for the seventh seed starting this. Week. Agreed. Can't wait to watch it all unfold. So everyone, thank you for watching. Thank you for being here on the show. Yes, indeed. Hunter, thank you so much for having me again. I love what you're doing with the show here. Great to see that the uh, the, the listeners are growing, and I think that'll keep happening. Keep up the good work. Okay, 